You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Without further adieu, the Dear Friends podcast. Dear friends, spill your woes to your musical family. Dear friends, they will take your questions and turn them into nuggets of wisdom. And anecdotes in an otherwise cynical world. Dear friends. Hi, I'm dear friend Emily. I'm dear friend Christy. And I'm dearest friend Jess. And welcome to Dear Friend, a write an advice podcast for the musical minded. How are you guys doing today? Doing oh, fine. I'm feeling, I'm feeling spicy. Ooh, I'm yeah. feeling controversial. I'm well, hydrated. I'm medicated. I'm good. That's mm-hmm. good. We got a write-in letter today. Um, you know, from a good old friend, Jason Robert Crown. I don't think there's any relation to the other one, but they're asking, Hi, you guys. What musicals do you think are vastly overrated and or overhyped? Well, I don't I really think, like yeah, the word. Is, <laughs> yeah, those are pretty loaded terms. I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of shows that you know a lot of people love, and I'm like, yeah, not getting it, or it's yeah. yeah. There's a lot yeah. of reasons why people don't like shows. They don't resonate with you. Um, you know, it's you know, it rubs you the wrong way based on your personal experience, or you know, maybe you did it in high school and you had to listen to that one song fifty million times and you never want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my list consists of musicals. I. I'm kind of like, I don't get it about, mm-hmm. and musicals that I actively hate. So yeah. <laughs> it should be a little controversial. But again, folks, this is subjective. Subjective. You can yes. love these shows, and we still love you. A lot, a lot of you love these shows. shows are bad. You're fine. We love you. But your yes, opinion we is We all have no, our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say, for my list specifically, I didn't want to recover information I've already said. I've kind of famously had opinions on Rent and Dear Evan Hansen <laughs> and stuff. So I really didn't mm-hmm. want to be like, well, let's pull out the old trunk ideas. So, <laughs> so I'm yeah. trying to do things that I think are spicier to my individuals here. Um, yeah. Don't worry. We'll, don't worry. I think we'll cover some of those you know, yeah. on our heads. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to say that up front. Like, well, well, people have known me to say shit about Rent and Dear Evan Hansen. I wanted to say, yeah, that's still true. These are different, different vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And hey, we got, we got five different top fives we're doing here. Heck so yeah. Um, <laughs> Christy, do you want to start us? I guess I'll start um, because mine's going to be, um, you know, a little bit of a controversial take with my number five. And that is the sound of music. Oh my goodness. <gasps> yeah, I'm sorry. It's again, this is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I was expecting that. But, and it's, you know, it's not a bad show. It's, you know, it's Rodgers and Hammerstein. You can't go wrong with it. But it's, I did it my sophomore year in high school and, you know, got tired of it. It's, you know, kind of, you know, kind of got a little cloying on me with the cutesy kids and, you know, everything. You're just like Christopher so, Plummer. Yeah. It's, 
you know, and it, well, you know, the critics thought that at the time when it came out, they were like, "What? These guys are the guys who wrote Oklahoma and Carousel, yeah, groundbreaking." It's, it's I know, really, I know. It's so funny to think know, about. They really, were at the time. They were like, "This is too treacly." It's really the safest of the um, Rogers and Hammerstein shows because how can you go wrong with cute kids who are trying to run away from the Nazis? Who cannot? Who you yeah. know? Who cannot um, go along with that? And Hammerstein was, you know, died right he after. Was, he was, yeah, he was dying. It was his, his last yeah. show, so. But yeah, and it's it does have some great stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, climb every mountain, Edelweiss. Um, you know, it's got good songs. Um, you know, you, you know, I got some it. good, <clears throat> got some good liturgical stuff for the nuns. But it's like, yeah, it's I don't need to see. You know, I don't need it's to very see overexposed yeah. at this point. You see, yeah. I I have a similar opinion where I think it's a not that great musical, but I think it's a great movie. <laughs> I think the movie is significantly better than its incarnation yeah. on stage. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. All right, Emily, what is your first choice? I don't think these are right, in any particular so... order. This isn't like a top five. These are just five. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. Um, so this is low-hanging fruit, of course, but I'm, I'm going to go with it anyway. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> um, no fighting I here. Mean, I mean, I know, I know nowadays everyone kind of sees it, but like – when did it come out? 20, 2016. 20, 2016. 20, yeah. 2016. Okay. So I remember teaching, um, you know, I teach middle schoolers performing arts. And I remember um, a lot of my students were just so into it. Mm-hmm. And um, every cabaret I would perform in, there would be people doing songs from it. And I remember being like, I don't get all these songs sound the same. I don't get it. What yeah. am I missing? And not like not in that every composer has a voice sounds the same. It's like these literally just sound like yeah. the same song to me. Um, and uh, once I saw the movie and, you know, learn more about it, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. It, um, I think yeah. it's a, I think, well, among many other things, I think it's a really bad match match of material and composers because Pasek and Paul, they are all about, you know, the inspirational, you know, power ballads, you know, and, you know, putting that voice into, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, an introverted, um, you know, socially awkward, you know, teenager who has difficulty communicating and you know makes a mess of everything yet it just doesn't fit yeah i I don't like it i don't i don't get it i don't i don't think it's particularly Mm -hmm. um groundbreaking or interesting and Mm -hmm. um you know i i I know uh the waving through window song is yeah it's a good song, I guess, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't get why people like it. <laughs> I respect what the Pasek and Paul were trying to do originally, which was like an Evita style thing, where the big school bully, like high school, what is it, t- quarterback, dies of like a heart attack or like drug overdose, and then he swoops in and just takes over by claiming he's his best friend. Um, <laughs> that was at least an interesting, like, mean idea that at mm-hmm. least could have been something instead of what it became, which is manipulative and kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, oh, is it my turn now? Yes, it, it is. is. Here's mine. All right, ready for anger from you two. I really don't like 1776. <gasps> <gasps> well, I think that, you know, that's valid, especially as as we're talking more about, you know, American history as it's taught versus what it actually is. And, you know, the whole founding fathers mythology, you know, that's, 
you know, that comes a lot harder to accept um, as we deal with, um, you know, all the stuff that we haven't been dealing with for the past 400 years. Yeah, that's and in that there, some people but also still don't just... want to deal with. They've got a song about triangle trade. I well, don't yes, know. they do. We're, weren't we just talking about how, like, it doesn't have to be historically accurate? Well, there is good. that, yes. I agree. <laughs> and it does, have but... a, it, does have, it does have the molasses to rum to slaves, which is, you know. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of, I, I, it, the way it was written, it was very much more of a, um, a musical play almost. Yeah, um, it, has, it, it, it has a record for the longest period without music in a musical. And you like know that, what? Yeah. We, we can praise that, that and, but in all honesty, it makes it boring. It makes it really boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm not praising it. I'm just saying it. Yeah, yeah I've like, got my script right these here. These things mm-hmm. are just so dull to watch. John Adams as a lead character is probably the only thing with energy and Ben Franklin. And aside from those two, <laughs> it's just uh, so dull. Yeah, and it's... the movie adaptation is garbage. Like the, that. Like I don't know if it's. And I there's know, like no, I know, you know, Emily. there's nothing. There's nothing for women in it. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> he plays the violin. They recently yeah. did an all female and, production. And of it, and though. and um, I know. I would love to do that. I would yeah. love to play one of the founding fathers. In all female production of 1776. So I'd be up for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I did a reading of, oh God. Oh wow. I just forgot about this. My, um, my theater company back in 2016, (laughs) the night of the election, we were like, we were like, let's read 1776. It'll be great. It'll be really fun. And then when we get out, Hillary Clinton will be president. I guess it was 2015. Yeah. Uh, Halfway through the reading, we got very, very, very depressed. But Uh anyway, I played, um, uh, Abigail, I remember, and that mm-hmm. was fun. But um, that's so yeah, depressing. I mean, it is, it is, it is yeah. a stuffy history show. It's a boring, yeah. stuffy history show, and the film adaptation's really bad, and the extended version is even worse. Um, <laughs> please don't request that on my Patreon. I really don't want to talk about it anytime soon. <laughs> um, all right, Christy, what's your next one? Okay, so this next one, I don't know if I would say it's overrated so much as overdone, and that would be Annie. Yeah, I mean it's you know, and I kind of mm. I'm kind of conflicted about it because it really does have some great songs. I mean, Easy Street is one of my all time favorite villain songs. NYC is fantastic. Even Tomorrow, you know, it's like that kind of you know sweet you know little kid optimistic thing. But You're forgetting my one of the God, best songs ever times... written. Thank you, Mr. Hoover. <laughs> yeah, my God, how many times has this been done on Broadway and on film and on television? Yeah. I mean, please. Can we find um, something else? As a performing else? arts teacher yeah. of children. Can we find something it's, else it's to do with like our kid? Our everywhere. kids, Matilda is right there. <laughs> Matilda's flipping hard yeah. though, dude. Yeah, okay, I've been, I've, I'm teaching revolting children to my middle schoolers right now. And it's good. It's working out. But that like seven, eight meter into like four, four yeah. thing. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. There's a reason why I do. You're never fully dressed without a smile with like kindergartners. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, but, it's, you're right, it's not you're right. bad. We need to mix it up. It's not bad. It's uh you know, it's yeah. one of those shows a lot of people probably came into music theater with, either because mm-hmm. they were taken to it because it's a kid you know, kid friendly show, or they were in the cast. Film. So it's a great gateway show on that angle. It's just it's everybody has done it and please let's do something <laughs> else. <laughs> Fair enough. Emily, what's your next one? Um, I feel like I feel like this is gonna be controversial, um, at least for listeners. Um, Legally Blonde. Oh. I I don't. I've taught it. Um, now I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna 
preface this by saying Legally Blonde, the film came out when I was in college and I love that movie and like I, I've watched it to death. So the musical was just never going to live up in my mind because it's that same thing we talked about a few episodes ago. I just end up playing the movie in my head and act and I'm watch, mm-hmm. while I'm watching the musical. But having taught, directed Legally Blonde and seen a high school production of it, um, not like maybe two or three songs out of that score stick out to me. I just don't think it's a very good score. And yeah. I know a lot of people love it, but um, I, I just don't care for it and um I remember like the search for Elle Woods thing I remember when they did like the pro shot on MTV with the live audience and I could only last about like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. because the mugging from Laura Bell Bundy was driving me crazy um so I just think this um again it's a good high school show it's a great show for kids because obviously there's Mm -hmm. a lot of parts and there's a lot of girl parts which is great yeah um and a lot of range of voices but I would never, unless I, I would never go see it unless I actively knew someone in the show and they were like, will you please come see yeah, me? Yeah, I think it's, I don't care for yeah. it. Yeah, as far as, you know, um, film, ad, you know, mu- film ad, uh, musical adaptations of films that mostly exist just because people love the film, it's, you know, it could have been worse, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't think it's actively bad. No. Like, mm-hmm. there's some on this list that I think are actively bad. Um, <laughs> for me, it just doesn't resonate, and it, like, never sticks in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's that TikTok trend of everyone doing that Muni audition, <laughs> and I had completely forgotten that song until I heard it, and I went, oh, yeah, I've taught this, haven't I? <laughs> How did I forget this? How did I forget this? So, But you're um, right, yeah, apart from, I think apart from Oh My God, you guys, I couldn't remember in much of the score, so. Yeah, it, uh, there's... It, it either I think is actively bad sounding. <laughs> I remember I didn't like the um, oh god that stupid Ireland song is the stupidest. Oh yes, I agree. Oh my god, yeah. I agree. Ever, it's so stupid. Um, and then like the workout song, mm-hmm. or I, I don't like it. I, I just don't think they're very good. So anyway, legally bond. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, my next one. This is gonna be. I don't like this show. I don't like this show. I don't like newsies, guys. Oh, that's okay. I really it's just not my thing. Boys dancing for fifty eight yeah. minutes. I don't need I mean, this. like the nostalgia factor was what yeah, got to see it. Yeah. And they fixed so many thank you, Harvey Firestein. He fixed problems right. with the film, yeah, it, the book. Again, but you know, it, I get it. I get it. Yeah, again, you know, it's a you know a cult. The film is a cult classic, but I think a lot of people forget when it first came out, it was a flop, and you know, you can mm-hmm. see why it was a flop. It was, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Disney and trying like to bring a, back the Golden Age musical, and it just didn't yeah. work. Yeah, it was a, a barren wasteland for movie musicals at the time that weren't animated. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I saw it is they used to play it on the Disney Channel. Right. And then it was like, ooh, cute boys dancing, and you watch the first 30 minutes, and then you don't have to watch it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> Open the gates and seize the day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, what about you, Chrissy? What's your next one? Oh, jeez. I got I Book of Mormon. <laughs> okay, I do not. You know, I have I have issues with Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Chief among them are that they do not know the difference between being vulgar because it contributes to the humor and being vulgar just because you think it's funny. Because there's there's like moments where they're actually you know trying they're doing stuff that's actually pretty good. Like, um, you know, the I believe, you know, where he says, I believe in 1970, whatever, God changed his mind about black people. That is a pretty good satirical lyric. 
But mm-hmm. then you have, you know, people saying, fuck you, God, in the ass mouth and cunt over yeah. and over again just because you think it's funny to say those words. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's it's a mess. You know, my tolerance for gross out humor is very low, which is another issue I have with them. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the black representation, you know, you look at it now yeah. and it's kind of, yeah. And, you yeah. know, it's... It, you know, you're talking about things like, you know, the AIDS epidemic and female genital mutilation, which are, you know, serious issues in Africa. Um, but, you know, you're just saying that because you're just talking about it just because you think it's funny to say everybody has AIDS in that way and to say the word clitoris over and over again. So it's yeah, I think, you know, I think it's I, I like the idea and I like some of the satirical stuff that they have in there, but it's you know a lot of frat boy humor and not that my thing. Hasn't aged well, I'd say. Yeah, and it definitely yeah. has not aged well. Um. All right, Emily. What about your next one? <laughs> Spring Awakening. Ooh. <laughs> I. I remember getting the the recording for Spring Awakening mm-hmm. and having seen it at the Tony Awards, and I was like, oh, I'm so ready for some <clears throat> angst. Yeah. And literally, like, two songs on the soundtrack are like that. Everything else was like, <laughs> and I just was like, I'm yeah. I, I just, it never, I, I thought it was going to be something that it wasn't. And then I've just never, mm-hmm. it's another one where I don't really like the score. I think there's, like, a few good songs. Um, I think I'm a little, I'm a little past my prime to be kind of, connecting with this like teenage angst um Mm -hmm. it's fine if it connects with you and you like it i don't think it's a bad show unlike my take on legally blonde but i just have never been able to get into it just yeah i've tried i've tried so many times you guys and i just can't do it i get i get that that's fair um and honestly i think you know there's you know it doesn't quite delve as much into uh a lot of the complexities of the story as it could I mean, it never hmm. really deals with the fact that when you get down to it, Melkier rapes went Vendla. Yep. And, Consent is you know, dubious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not. Yeah. It, it, it's just. It's, and I think it's not even that. I just get bored. Like I'm just bored watching yeah, it and bored listening to it. And I would, I, I should be taken away by more of that drama. Right. There's a lot of drama in it. And for whatever reason, I just sit there and go. Hm. Yeah. And it's it's not. You know, it's not that it's. The, it's complex, actually, because I honestly don't think Melchior understands what he's doing, um, because in that way, he is still a teenage boy who doesn't know what he doesn't know and has been failed by adults in that regard. But we never get into it because we're presenting him, you know, as, you know, this angsty, you know, rebellious, rebellious teenager who wants to be wants to fight the system. Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of the younger audiences for it just see it all as hot. Like, they're like, yeah. Ground, well, hot, yeah, and it's all you, hot. And you I'm know. Like- Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, it's it's a little like rent in that aspect, aspect because you're at that age where you are like, mm-hmm. you know, you just want to, 
You just yeah. want to fight against stuff. You want to figure out who you are and you don't know who you are and you've got all mm-hmm. these hormones and feelings. Oh, I get, and sex. I get why it's popular. Yeah. And I get why so, yeah, people and, gravitate but yeah, and I also, But going back on you, I also get why, mm-hmm. you know, if you've passed that... Um, in your in your life, I can't life. really go back. Yeah, like, I can't like, really bring myself to care. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're past that in your life, and it's like okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so I think I'm next. Um, you're next. Oh, this might. I mean, should I go with the one I know people won't care if I'm upset about? No, fuck. I'm gonna go with the confronta- confrontational one. I don't like Avenue Q. Not my thing. V- very much not my thing. Um, I think there's a lot of people who don't really yeah. like WQ nowadays. I am very baffled that it won the best Tony um, up against like Wicked and Carolina. Well, Change. that's because they did a huge promotional thing, and then afterwards they had yeah. to change the rules so you couldn't do that anymore. And I remember at the time it was it was a big deal at the time because mm-hmm. Thoroughly Modern Millie and Urinetown were up against each other the year before, I think, mm-hmm. and, and Thoroughly Modern Millie won when everyone thought you're in town to won, and so everyone thought the same thing was going to happen with Avenue Q and Wicked. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember mm-hmm. I was, I, I went to New York for the first time around then, and I remember those posters, yeah, were everywhere. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people don't really like Avenue, for me, I know there's of course stuff that hasn't aged well, but I, I, I don't know. It's like I connect it with my college days. I yeah. so much. I just really resonate I, too. But I would totally get why you wouldn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> the, I I agree. You know, I think there's you know some really great stuff in there. I mean, uh, especially when it does get serious, like with stuff like for now. And there's a fine yeah. fine line. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some really great pieces. But on the other hand, again, you have stuff like everyone's a little bit racist, where <laughs> it's just like low PC culture. And it's like, okay, you know, you started off at a good point, but then you lost it. I, I also, yeah. there's like one character that becomes actively homeless, and it's hilarious that they're homeless throughout most of the second yeah. act. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Yeah. Doesn't sit well with me anymore, and I did not enjoy watching it. Maybe I'm just too old to laugh at the <laughs> internet being for porn. Um,. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe. Um, Christy, what's your next one? Oh, geez, Dear Evan Hansen, for pretty much the reasons <laughs> everybody said. Um, you know, it's, you know, the score is a lot of it's the same. It really doesn't treat, you know, the whole mental health thing as well as it could. It doesn't really address, you know, the issue, you know, Evan's, you know, not Evan. Yeah, Evan Hansen's issues or whatever. And yeah, it's, it's like they just didn't stick the landing. It's like it's like the yeah, it's, the message they're portraying is very different than the the character. Absolutely, actions. you know, yeah. yeah. It's like talking about you will be found, and you know, in a in a space where you know that's a whole lie, and it's you know, yeah. But they're still but they're playing it straight with the you know the Pasek and Paul, Paul inspirational ballad. So it's like okay, uh, do you understand that this is an issue or do you feel that this is, you know, actually a big inspirational moment? So, yeah. (laughs) Um, Emily, what about you? Okay, so um, Joseph and the Amazing Technical. Hard agree. (laughs) Fucking hate this show. I hate this show. And every time I tell someone that, they go, it's for kids. And I go, so what? (laughs) Kids musicals. Annie is good. Uh, Matilda is good. Joseph is so, I find it insipid and stupid. And I hate it. And I'm I'm sorry, you're never going to convince me. Otherwise, I'm the the one blessing is that it's short. Yeah, it 
<laughs> yeah, and then they threw in all these stupid pastiche numbers. Mega oh my god, if oh, I never I have to hear one more angel in heaven, I will be a oh. die a happy woman. God. Yeah, and red and yellow and, and, green and, and brown. Blah, blah. And it's like the and... worst of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. And I know it's like one of his first projects. Um, it's one of the, I, yeah, it's an early show that should have stayed like that juvenilia that you look back and it's like, yeah, I really didn't know what I was doing. You know, he should have just kind of mm-hmm. left that in the. But, but yeah. uh, children's theaters do it and community theaters do it all the time because, again, bunch of parts, bunch of kid roles. Oh, like yeah. It was, like, roles. it was like a huge um, holiday thing Shoot. at the Arvada Center uh, like about 10, yeah. 15 years ago. But I actively avoid productions of it. I just do mm-hmm. not care for that show very much it's okay if you do it's fine i just it's like inane to me it's just like stupidity on stage <laughs> that's how mean i'm gonna be about this <laughs> I, I love how angry emily is because she's always very much like you know what everyone everyone loves their own show and you know what? Um, and just seeing her this vitriolically angry about a musical brings me such joy uh-huh. yeah well that's not not even my number one yet i know yeah um next one um mean girls don't like it don't like yeah. it that's yeah, yeah. legally Same. blonde part two <laughs> yeah right yeah except the legally blonde guy eventually did heathers which is a show that i kind of respect and enjoy yeah and i can appreciate mean girls has nothing to offer absolutely <laughs> nothing to just offer. quotes yeah. from the movie and some songs mm-hmm. like it's just the same shit like Legally Blonde took a little bit of liberties in some places to expand upon the story and bring something new. It wasn't just quoting, and it gave some moments where more characters could be more fleshed out. Nothing. This this show gives you nothing. Yeah, nothing. All right, that's it. Like, Mean Girls, I, I don't <laughs> like it. I don't think I can expand upon it. And I'm also just not a big fan of high school musicals, not not the high school musical series i mean that's fine <laughs> well i'm not a big that's, fan of that either but <laughs> that's for kids in a way where i'm like all right if kids yeah. want to do that like i i mm-hmm. would not i don't think it would be the worst thing in the world to watch um this mm-hmm. i don't want high school productions i think it's a gross movie that flippantly used the n-word a couple times that a lot of people forget about like that mm-hmm. uh, that show is so weird and it feels so 2016 trump anger let's be vulgar vibe in the Mm -hmm. same way that hamilton feels like obama uh administration confidence of the new world yeah (laughs) um yeah so christy what's your next one okay probably a little controversial but it's always rubbed me the wrong way i will never like greece Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm well, sorry. you just took my number one, baby. Because okay, okay. my number one is okay, also my number one is Greece. Okay, my Greece. <laughs> oh my God! All right, we all hate Greece. Okay. All right, okay. All right. I am sorry. Everybody does it, and it is you know, it's just like a bunch of stupid teenagers being stupid teenagers yes. for two hours. It's it's gross not co- even just like like fun, like yeah. nothing. It's like actively harmful yep yes nothing it's got, got gross toxic masculinity it's got girls bullying girls changing got, who you are in the yeah, end to get the guy yeah girls being pressured to have sex and being you know shamed when they're not having sex and being shamed when they are having sex and and you people know, forget how fucking dirty that show is and is i'm not against dirty, dirty and i'm vulgarity. surprised they still do it in high schools that's the thing is that 
they do it in high schools all the time. And I saw a local high school production, I don't know, maybe a decade ago because I knew some students in it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm going to see a high school production of Grease. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh, God. Oh, God, I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I feel uncomfortable. Yep. Like the whole time as it was going, I'm like, ugh, these children should not be doing this. And yeah. then the other thing is like, we all watched the movie when we were way too young, correct? Uh-huh. Because I watched mm-hmm. it when, like from birth, Ooh. okay? So... A lot of kids are still like that. A lot of students of mine will be like, let's do Grease, like 13-year-olds. And I always say to them, we can do maybe a song. We can do like Summer Nights or something, or we go together for like a show or something. But mark my words, you are 13. Even Summer Nights. We are never doing Grease. Even Summer Nights, he's talking about how he's getting it on with this girl. Come on. Uh Yep. I mean, yep. yeah, it's it's and trash. It's, I, I, it has oh, some good oh, songs. Okay. I mean, Summer Nights has some decent he said, she said going on. There are worse yeah. things that I could do. Um, I mean, Rizzo's, you know, Pregnancy the best Scares song Subplot is probably the best part of it. But it's completely, it jump, yeah, and the, the stage show, they it just goes away. It. There's no resolution. It's and just I'm sorry that I know, she's pregnant. I know there's been, like, this movement to try to rehabilitate the ending, saying that Sandy is, you know, liberating herself from eh. her from yeah the from the uh social conditioning that says she has to be a good girl but honestly i think she's she just trading one form of pressure for another because the entire yeah. show everybody's being like what you don't smoke you don't drink ew what are you some kind of uh-huh. virgin and look at me well, on and sandra he- d and it's yeah, yeah i don't think you know i feel like she just caved into that and it doesn't it it does not sit well with me and it never ever yeah. will Um, Well, and this is the other thing. So my husband was in Greece, um, national tours. He did mm -hmm. it in Vegas. He did it for a while. Um, And he met the guy who wrote it, and he said he is a piece of shit who wrote this show about actual people in his life. And, like, like there was a Rizzo, like, a girl got knocked up and, like, actively did it to, like, be a mean asshole and, like, shit on, like – people on the show and like they all like make fun of the nerds and the goody two shoes in the show and it's not fun and there's no lesson learned it's just like i'm not against watching shitty people on stage but there needs to be a reason for it it's the stupid stuff you did in high school but it's presenting it like hey wasn't this great no it was not great i hated it don't remind me of it can I talk yeah, for and- a moment about Grease 2, which takes a lot of God. I think it's better than the first one because at least he, he doesn't change who he is. He has a part of the personality that suits what she's interested in. Like, Well, Grease 2 is like the the room. There's like a guy who like yeah. tries to trick a girl into sex by saying there's a bomb. There's an entire like song about, re- about reproduction. I, I, yeah. I love Grease because it's just bad. Yeah. And bad, but like bad, like how love never dies or the room yes, is like Greece, the original is just, Oh God, wait, they're making some, Pink Ladies show now, oh, yes, aren't like, they? There's yeah. a pre- the rise of the pink ladies. We do not need a prequel about the freaking pink ladies. Come on. And the problem is, is that it was during the 70s when we were getting that 50s nostalgia really, mm-hmm. really hard. And so that there are a lot of very, very catchy songs in Greece. Oh, there it's is. What, God, yes. It's why it keeps being done. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, We Go Together is fun. All those, like, f- four chord change songs. Yeah. Yeah, Greased Lightning, yeah. even though it's basically a song about compensating Beauty for something. Beauty School Dropout, they're all catchy. The problem is they're, they're catchy songs that are portrayed by horrible, horrible people <laughs> that I hate. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize till I was older that they were 
horrible. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized that, I was like, God, why did my mother let me watch this so much? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still just in, in over ecstatic joy that at the end of the day, we all came together. <laughs> we all came together to fight the true enemy, <laughs> yeah. which is Greece, which needs this to is die. Such a beautiful yeah. It's one of those musicals that people who don't, I think Emily people who died. don't know anything about musicals, people who like just casual musical likers, that, you know, they'll just be like, oh, Greece is my favorite. And I'm like, yeah, oh, fine. <laughs> You don't know anything. It's bad. Yeah, that's the one way we're very elitist. It's yeah. yeah. I'll be a snob about this forever. It's it's a piece of shit. And yet sometimes I'll just like it'll come on TV and I'll just kind of keep keep watching it for a little bit because yeah. I want to see John Travolta dance or something. It's so yeah. stupid. God, that musical. <laughs> wow. Well, why don't we promote our wonderful content for the world to find us other places where we can talk shit about Greece? Yeah. Emily, I talk shit about Greece too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Reproduction. Reproduction. Didn't Andrew Garfield <laughs> just say that that's work. one of his favorite movie musicals? <laughs> Jeff said that. that. No, no, Andrew Garfield. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I remember that. It's like, oh, gee, no, baby, come here. Let me introduce I, you to some time. He also yeah, yeah. recently just said multiple times in an interview, Brian Stokes Mitchell was famously the fan of the opera. I'm like, that's Norm Lewis. He did a race. No, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah, wasn't. Right. I, would mind, I wouldn't mind seeing Brian Stokes Mitchell as He'd fandom, be fine, but it was Norm but... Lewis. Yeah, it yeah. was Norm Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, my, my stuff. Um, yeah, I'm Emily Clark. You can what, – what, where's my brain? Okay, <laughs> my show is – Stealing Focus. You can find me at Stealing Focus on YouTube and on Patreon. And um, my uh, handle is Emily A. B. Clark uh, on all the socials you could possibly find. All right. Yeah. All right, Christy. All right, I am at Musical Hell on YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, um, you know, a lot of other stuff. I've got Patreon, I've got merch. I talk a lot about overrated shows and <laughs> um, enjoy, you know, getting mad at them. So mm -hmm. um, I'm Jesse D. McAnally on Twitter. I have a show called Musicals of Cheese. Um, check them out, I guess, if you're bored. <laughs> 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 well, if you're bored just watch all our stuff please yeah. yeah if you're bored for an evening and you want to just like listen to me and my friend talk about musicals in a catty and crass way as described by paul gordon's <laughs> um manager let go for it mm -hmm. <laughs> um we'll see the late meatloaf's enemy oh yeah yeah <laughs> andrew's arch enemy was ne meatloaf and andrew won mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, but anyway, we'll Mate. see you next time on the Dear Friends podcast. Bye bye. bye. Grease sucks. Grease sucks. <laughs> Dear friends, spill your woes to your musical family. Dear friends, they will take your questions and turn them into nuggets of wisdom. And anecdotes in an otherwise cynical world Dear friends Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 